Welcome to the Work Life Brilliance Podcast with executive coach and best-selling author, Denise Renee Green. Denise fills each episode with humor, compassion, knowledge, and pragmatism to help you transform your life. Listen in and learn how you can tame your brain, lower your stress, and become the person you were born to be. Hello, my friend, and welcome to the show. I am really, really glad you're here. And I have an amazing interview with you, an amazing story from an incredible woman, and also a cautionary tale, because she almost did not get the life she wanted because she was trying to do it herself. She was trying to wing it. And you'll hear her tell you that she read my book. She loved my book. She listened to all my podcasts and she loved my podcasts, but she remained stuck. So here is what I want you to know. So books and podcasts are great if you have solved the underlying problem. But as I've said before, strategies that come from books and podcasts, they are step three. First, you have to change the story that you tell yourself. Most of us have a story of not enoughness. If you keep that story of not enoughness that you probably inherited when you were tiny, like my friend that I'm going to interview in just a minute, she had been uh, trying to make up for a lack of confidence, a lack of feeling like she was worthy enough and good enough for decades. And when you have that condition, the strategies will bounce right off that identity. So step one is fix your story. So you are a person who feels worthy. Then create a state of confidence, of peace, of presence. And then all the strategies you're learning in the podcast, you're learning in the books will stick. So listen in and If you want my help, if you want to stop winging it so you can get that story right, that worthiness, that true identity, instead of just pithy affirmations of I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and gosh darn it, people love me, well, you know where to find me. And in case you don't, we will put a link in the show notes. So sit back, listen in, and enjoy this wonderful story. Welcome, Karen, and thank you for coming today to share your story because I know a lot of people are going to need to hear it. And you and I have not known each other for very long, but a lot has happened since we met and we're going to talk about that. So welcome and thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. (laughs) And I should say you're coming all the way through Zoom from the Netherlands. So (laughs) thank you for whatever time, whatever time it is in your time zone. I appreciate you being here because I know (laughs) you are a busy woman and you're a mom and you're a wife and you're making time for us. So thank you. And um, I think your story is going to be really relatable to a lot of women because many of the women I talk to, they've either self-taught themselves or they have learned this myth. And that is that if they're nice, if they work hard, if they're agreeable, if they say yes, if they take on extra projects and volunteer and do stretch assignments and all that stuff, that they'll win. Somehow, they'll make more money, they'll get bigger titles, they'll be more respected, um, they'll be more heard, they'll have more influence, they'll be able to affect greater change. And it doesn't work that way. Instead of winning, they get punished and they get pigeonholed as worker bees 
they get taken advantage of, and then they get sick because a human being can only do so much. So with that said, just tell me back up in time a little bit. We're not going to stay there. I don't want you to have to like stay in that um, time period. But what was like life like before you came to me? And what did you try to fix this? Because I know you tried to fix this. I did. I did. Um, so your, your basic profile of me <laughs> uh, is one that probably many will relate to uh, when you when you ever like this watch this video. Um, it I was just this person who was working hard, and I I cannot remember a time when I wasn't working hard because I just had this great drive to make things happen, but also to help people and also to please people. <laughs> so there's this mix of being ambitious and having the talent and then being able to make things happen. Um, so indeed, to, to also wanting to climb a certain leadership ladder in life. But for me, I really cannot think of a time uh, when I mean this, this goes back to like the beginning of high school, even that I wasn't getting myself in this cycle of doing all of these things, pleasing people, trying to get somewhere, trying to make things happen, getting to a place of success relatively, but then completely overreaching, getting into overwhelm and getting sick or getting down and having to recover at some point in life. And it's been this recurring pattern. And through life, as the roles got bigger, this actually got worse. And every time when I recovered from it, I learned a lot that gave me enough fuel to do the next round, <laughs> get me a bit further. But then, like, I'm, tr I'm laughing now, but this is, this is really painful. This is really painful because I found myself in this, in this cycle that I, I just thought this was me. This was me. I had to just keep on working. And I started to believe that this was just a way that I would get my shot at things that I would want in life. And as you know, I wasn't very connected to what it really was that I wanted. I let myself be led by what others <laughs> wanted to expect of me a lot. Um, and yeah, I think when you asked me about the journey of where I came from, I went into full burnout in 2015, went into therapy. It was very effective at that time. I fully recovered, but I also had to take some serious time off, right? This was a big one. And I thought I had conquered it. Until... 22, I can seriously say it was the most rewarding professional year in my life. Whereas I was also, you know, I'm, I'm a mother to a then one and a half year old. I was part-timing it, but literally I had two promotions in one year, talent talks with the board. It was amazing. But at the end of the year, I was done. I couldn't do anything anymore. I was exhausted. I was at rock bottom and I started to feel so anxious and so sad because I just didn't know how to get out anymore. Yeah, it's gonna make me sad again, just to, to think of that moment. And um, whoever's 
listening to this, I hope you will stay on because uh, I'm much better now <laughs> because I got some great help. <laughs> I had forgotten that you um, that you had that rebound because of the therapy and the time off. And um, what we're going to talk about is the faster way to do that. And I know you've been kind and you have not admitted this, but I know you'd also tried to read my, you'd read my book, taken notes, you'd listened to my podcast, you were very studious and it didn't work. And I will tell everybody that, um, yes, I'm proud of my book, but I'm, no, I don't think one person has emailed me and said, I ended my burnout after I read your book. And that is because we have these patterns that if we don't interrupt the patterns, like, like you did with us, if that people pleasing pattern or whatever the pattern is, all the strategies you learn won't stick. You're not ready. The book is stage three, right? <laughs> the book is stage three. Stage one is lower the stress so your nervous system can handle it and then upgrade your identity to one that isn't a people pleaser. So you did that. And I'm so glad you did. So do you want to say anything about any of the health symptoms you were having before you came to us when you say burnout? Because burnout, there's a lot of similarities between what people have in burnout. But I'm just wondering if you want to give us a, an example of what it felt like for you. Um, well, this time, luckily, I was before like what I experienced before as burnout. But still, I was I was I was going there. So what I was feeling like. In December 2022, was completely exhausted, not able to do my work. Um, and the, the, the worst breaking point for me was I, I did not have the energy anymore to also be a good mom to my son. Like on the, if you would take it from scale on how the week would progress, then by the time it was Thursday night, I would not have the energy to lift my son up the stairs to get him to bed. Because I was just too tired. And of course, that triggered all of these terrible emotions about losing, <laughs> losing this game, you know, and, and deep frustration about, I mean, I've, I've, I've had many challenges in my life to overcome. Uh, life has given me many lemons to squeeze and, and make into lemonade. Um, and I'm sure you'll you'll recognize yours. And Denise is a, an amazing example of somebody who has overcome basically anything. Um, but it's um, in December, everything, all lights were green. In December, there was nothing in my life that could serve as an excuse for me to feel that way. I was so confronted that this was my own doing, or please doing using my leadership or my actions to you know make me do even more uh, <laughs> i'm even losing my train of thought of where you were asking that's okay asking let's yeah, talk about symptoms. so so the symptoms were, were being being lost deeply frustrated feeling like rock bottom and and honestly feeling like if i were to continue another two months something would bad would really happen like getting a heart attack or being so unfocused, something would happen to me in traffic where, you know, I, I just felt completely out of control. 
So compared to that and that feeling of complete utter exhaustion by Thursday night and that you're losing the game, like I have all the success, I have all the things, the loving husband, the wonderful child. Why am I losing? What's wrong with me? Right. Okay. So that's where you were. Ah, let's get out of there. Yeah. What's, what's life like now? Oh, and you were working three jobs, I believe, but being paid for one. Is that right? Yeah, correct. <laughs> correct. <laughs> correct. Correct. I was uh, part-timing for 36 hours a week and working 80. <laughs> she says smiling. It was not good. It was really not good. Mm -hmm. Where am I now? I have made very bold decisions. I've made the boldest decision and I made it quite quickly after entering the program. For me, even before I had dealt with the, the deeper thoughts that were getting me into this spiraling down situation, I was able to shed new light on this whole situation and realize that I did not want to take. So at that point, I was working three jobs. It was looking at two promotions that would give me more work. And then I'd already kind of started the conversation about the door number three when I entered the program, but I never thought it would be an option. And then with your help, Denise, I got to really feel that it was okay to say no, reprioritize and refocus, thinking, at what cost do I want to climb this leadership ladder further if I'm completely exhausted now and not have time or energy for my real priority, which is my son, then why would I even try this? Aren't there any other options at work where I'm also valued and very effective in what I do, but do not have to just keep running or jump into that next hamster wheel? I was feeling like I was in this constant hamster wheel. And I opened up this conversation and I had to rethink one critical item. To me, even exploring the fact that I would not keep climbing, even though it was now a door that I had opened up, right? Uh, I felt very anxious because I thought, oh, now I will throw away everything I've worked for. Now I, you know, I, I, can, I can finally, what would you say in, in English, like reap the fruit of, of all my hard work and, and, you know, be really in the, I was going from a management position to more like an exec position at that point. I felt like I'm throwing it all away. It's all been for nothing. And that's, of course, well, I'm not going to say ridiculous, but it helped me so much to just step back and say, okay, my career is not everything. Actually, I have bigger priorities than that. I need to recover. And if I have the skills to be in that position today, I will not throw away the skills or the experience by saying no today. I will still have those skills and experience in one, two, three, four, five years or whatever I'm ready. And if I fix the patterns of overwhelm that keep me in this stressed out situation first, then that experience and skill will be so much worth so much more um, in the end. So 
even if this door closes now and I will shut it myself because thank you very much. I'm incredibly honored, but this is not for me right now. Other doors will open up to me. I can open them myself, but not now because I have other priorities now. And that just gave me wings. People were completely surprised. And still, if I tell this, when I tell the story to, to other colleagues, they're like, you should do like a department-wide lecture. <laughs> more yeah. people need it. Yeah. So you're inspiring more people now <clears throat> by your clarity, your confidence, your certainty about what's right for you. There is not a lot of that going on in the corporate world or in the world in general. So now you are inspiring people with this gravitas. And I don't know if you willing to say, but I, I know your reputation is even, it's so stellar. You are getting comments from senior leaders that the, the pre-you, the people pleasing you, the trying to spread yourself so thin so you can do everything that everybody wants you and society expects from you and all that. Um, this is a different reputation. I mean, you, what, what you tell us about that, like, what does it feel like now to have people looking up to you instead of like wondering when you're going to break? It's a, whoa, what does it feel like? What a good question. It's just, I'm so grateful. It's joy. Like one of the execs coming up to me in the morning when I enter the building. Oh my gosh, Karen, you're the only person smiling in this entire building. What's going on in your life? I'm like, well, I'm just excited to start my day. And I know this sounds like probably like a toothpaste ad, but <laughs> this actually happened. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's it's you know it, it's this this other executive, like a country director that I just started working with, and he and he calls me up. Like he's got 15 years more experience than I do, and he says he calls me up and says, I just need to call you because you're my role model. After doing this presentation with me the other day. And I'm still, I feel like I'm bragging now, but these kinds of comments are out of this world to me, especially after switching what I was doing completely. Because you are rare. So the person who can show up happy in the morning to work, totally confident, looking forward to their day, present, knowing that whether they take on something or not, if they're in the meeting, they're going to add value. That is so rare. It's really rare in women. It's not as rare in men, at least in the United States. People get mad at men because they show up. They haven't even looked at the agenda. What, why am I here? Oh, but they're fine with that. And they just are present, not afraid to speak up if they have an idea. And people are like, well, he didn't even do half of what I did. I did a weekend of prep. He spent five minutes saying something in the meeting. And now we're going to take his idea? Yeah, because he was calm, present, and um, had something to say and said it in a way that was influential. So let's not get mad. Let's just like figure out how to do that and make it your version. And this is, you're doing it your way, your Karen version. And you're lit up, happy, you know, jubilant, brilliant self. 
So it's not bragging. It's a, you're just a gift. And hopefully a lot of other people will sponge off of that <laughs> in, in the most positive way, right? Just be in your energy and say, oh, why am I making this so hard? Why don't I just yeah. do what Karen does? I, I hope so. I hope so. Um, I, I think this is this is also the moment to really emphasize that, Denise, you, you've, whoa, your program has helped me get through a lot. I think, I'm not sure if when, when we said yes to each other <laughs> months ago, I'm not sure if you were ready how, how much we would cover also on the personal side of things. Like it just triggered so much. My patterns were so deeply engraved also because of things that I went through in life. Um, and that all helped me to get here today, personally and professionally. I think my personal growth may have been even bigger than my professional growth. Then the big thought that I had thinking about the testimonial today was even if you're not a female leader, and you can be a leader on many levels, right? You don't have to be in the boardroom to be a leader, actually. Please don't make sure that you're a leader everywhere. But even if overwhelm is not your keyword at all times, your your program can be can do so much to be more influential, to be more zen, to have more fun, to really tackle things and create different cultures in a workspace, all emanating from this. these very practical constructs that you offer. It's, it's not just a, a personal program. It's, it's also really leadership coaching. I really think so. Well, thank really you. And you just, very used, effectively. you just used a word that's not very sexy, but I freaking love it. And it is practical. And, you know, our program is called Power Your Success. And for me, success is the whole person, the whole life. So if you want a promotion, if you want to raise, if you want all that, I'll help you get it if it's the right thing for you. If you decide that's the right thing for you, I'll help you get that. But I want you to get that stuff now, in like get the success, get the reputation, get the raise, whatever it is you want and enjoy life. Because if you're hating life, if you're exhausted, if you can't take your son upstairs, then it doesn't matter how much they're paying you. It doesn't matter what your title is. So it's gotta be the whole life. And I, you just answered the question I was going to ask you, which is what was, how was this approach very different from what you were doing before? And before it was all compartmentalized, right? And this allowed you to work, use the practical constructs on everything, on your emotions, yeah. on your thoughts, on your beliefs, on your communication skills, on your um, parenting, whatever it was, you were able to apply those to that. And and that's why we don't have to worry about heart attack for you. We don't have to worry about an accident on the freeway. We we don't we don't have to worry about these things because your body and your nervous system and your emotional system and your beliefs are healed because you did it. You did the work. I can't I can't wave a magic wand on you, but if you're willing to show up and do the work, I can guarantee this will work. So what, what pieces of advice do you have for anybody who is suffering like you were? Breathe. Please breathe. 
one of the most powerful realizations that I got in this program, and I guess some of the most powerful things in life are the most simple, right? I think it's I think it's an Einstein quote, even that that probably phrases it best. It, it, or I'll have to paraphrase it. It says the kind of thinking that got us here into this mess will probably not get us out of it. Right. Meaning, if you feel like you're running in circles or, or overwhelmed, the in incredible strength that you'll gain from talking to somebody. And in my instance, Denise is really, really, really good. I would definitely recommend you talk to her. Or first, listen to a podcast and do open that book, even though you said it's not going to change your life. It will get you acquainted to, to her very practical and relatable tone of voice. To me, it brought calm way before we ever talked in person. Um, I remember being starstruck when I still <laughs> a little bit. I know you feel awkward with that. Um, it's about breathing. It's about going down to thoughts, steer your actions, that steer your results. And if you can really feel that life ha is happening for you and that you can make happen what you want to make happen in life in a state of joy, Tune in. I think that's the best advice that I I would have currently. Um, I love it. I love that Einstein quote and the way you're using it here. And I know a lot of people have tried to change their thinking. Maybe they use meditation or daily affirmations and things like that. Uh, but as Jordan Peterson, a famous author, psychiatrist, teacher, psychiatrist, um, psychologist said, um, you cannot untangle the knots in your head yourself. Yeah. You have to have another voice. You have to have another skilled person. And it's not just about talk therapy. Like you have to talk in a certain way and have a person ask you certain questions in a certain way. And then all those knots that you've been trying for so long, because you know, it's not working for you. All those beliefs then you can start to softly unravel them faster than you ever thought possible. And that's why you're here today and you're beaming like you are today instead of the exhaustion that you were, is that, like you said, you changed at the core of your thoughts and now you're not beholden to them. You're free. Yeah. yeah. And free means I am so convinced that I sustainably broke my circle of getting overwhelmed, like overarching, getting overwhelmed, feeling completely useless and climbing back up and I'm done. Life will present me with new challenges. It will not just be, you know, rainbows and sunshine all the way, I'm sure, but I now know that I can deal. I can deal. Bring it on. Life is happening for me. <laughs> Right. Bring, and bring it on. This woman can it handle on. it. And if she can't handle it, she'll know it and she'll tell you no. <laughs> <laughs> that's ever that's, so that's sweetly. The that's the idea. That's the idea. And, and it's just, you mentioned the word, word practical, and I probably am going back and forth in a conversation now, but I, 
I remember us, um, we were in one of the group chats uh, that I'd never been in group chats in coaching before, um, but I'm still so incredibly inspired because of them, because you select women like me and like others who are very different, but also very much the same globally, by the way. If you come together and and build on all of these insights and feelings together, and even online, the, the power of that is amazing. And uh, this was a special one, this episode, because like the, the one that we, we did, because we somehow finished a bit early and there was some time to say whatever. And I just ask you, how do you do this, Denise? Because your teachings are so practical. I really, I'm, I'm very open to the spiritual. But I really like practical tools. I really like science-based stuff. And you know your stuff. And then translate them into something, into bits and bytes that I can, can deal with while being overwhelmed. That get to me while, you know, it's not, I mean, reading an entire book, even though it's not super thick, is an, is an activity, right? But yeah, yes, I dedicated some serious time to, to your program and to going through everything I had to go through. But honestly, the learning bits and blocks, you can just really take into your life on the go. And that is so powerful too. So nice. I'm glad. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> no unnecessary homework here. No role play. Everything is real. Everything is yeah. real. Just go try it. Like, go do it now that you know it. All right. I'm so excited for you. And for our listeners, I know they want to thank you. If you have um, any comments you want to share with Karen, or if you want to talk to me and see if this might be a good fit for you and you want a no commitment call with me, we'll put a link in the show notes and you can use that to book a call. And Karen, I just want to thank you again for joining us. And um, I'm excited for you and for your husband and for your boy and for maybe the next little one who's coming along that I know you're thinking about now that you have all this capacity. So whatever it is, life is definitely happening for you. I'm glad you're the inspiration that so many people can learn from around you. Thanks for listening to Work-Life Brilliance. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend. And we greatly appreciate your favorable review to let us know we're helping you become a more brilliant version of yourself by listening in.